the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. one of those days that I couldn't wait for the show to start. That's the fastest two hours in radio. So here's what we did today. I got a lot of stuff to cover, so we have no guests, just me and you. And the reason I uh, want to cover it is because I knew yesterday what would happen with the, in the economy. It was very evident what would happen. There's ramifications of not having a pipeline to supply the East Coast. Ta-da! There's also ramifications of having a Marxist implementing economic sabotage that he describes and that the, the, the Democrat Marxists describe as policy. This is sabotage. This is economic sabotage. So when you see inflation, when you see flash crashes in different markets, when you see the cost of your life increasing and your ability to earn decreasing, you understand what the American feudalism party is about, the Marxist mafia. This is what their success looks like. So don't be deceived with, oh, they're really worried about it, and they hope they're going to figure it out how to fix it. This is why they implement the policies they implement. This is not a mistake. But we have our own problem, as you've heard me say numerous times. You cannot clean your neighbor's house, but you can clean your house. And it's about time we get started. We're long overdue of getting rid of Dumpy Cheney, the legacy, corrupt, corporatist scum that she is. Now, am I the only one who understands how far back these Fabians, and I know there are guys in that studio doing a shot right now, these Fabians have infiltrated the Republican Party because that's what it looks like. There are Fabian socialists who believe that you're too stupid for your own decisions they need to control you through a Rube Goldberg mechanism of policy so that you, you have to comply. So they pick and choose winners and losers. They incentivize you. They pick favorite industries and favorite manufacturers, and that's why they're very lobbyist-friendly. They like to pretend that they're conservatives. And they are not simply showing their ugly faces in Liz Cheney and the Republicans like her or her child little assistant, Sir Gallahan. Adam Kinzinger, that useless moron that he is. That's not just how they do it. This has been going on for decades. You want to know who? The list of the worst presidents is far better than the list of the best presidents. And you'd be surprised how many Republicans make that list. One of my favorites is that taffy apple had Nixon. Scumbag, day to day scumbag. And every problem you have, every bureaucracy that chokes you is a Nixon invention. That's who Dick Cheney worked for. That's who plucked that chubby son of a dog from obscurity. And that's where he learned the corporatist corruption that has enriched his family to untold millions. I say it's in the hundreds of millions. So Liz Cheney's got a lot at stake. Not to mention she's got the personality of a cockroach. The reality is she would be nowhere without that name Cheney. She'd be asking me if I want insurance on the rent-a-car. That's what Liz Cheney would be doing. Not that there's anything wrong with that. There are wonderful people, in particular at the Fort Myers Airport. But the reality is Liz Cheney was never qualified to do anything. But what Liz Cheney was and is, and what her kids will be in the Cheneys, like the Bushes, they will be oligarchs of the American corporatist party. You know, it's, it's bothered me for decades. All I've heard... Since I was a kid, lesser of two evils, 
And even a sophomoric brain understands you're just getting evil. And that's what the Republicans like Cheney represent. They are scum who pretend to be representing you the whole time laughing at you. It's not just Illinois Republicans that do that. It's Liz Cheney. And it's Liz Cheney likes. And there are many. The good news is she's twice the man of half the Republicans that are out there right now. I'll tell you that. But today she tipped her hand. This is not hatred for one man. It'll be sold like that. This is swearing allegiance to the corporatist deep state. And I don't even like that expression, but it's very true. The corporatist deep state that represents our alternative to the American Marxist Party. And that's why she came out with her Tom Ford glasses that are roughly about 1100. And she comes out with her poofy hairdo and her sexually frustrated face. And she comes and swears allegiance to the deep state party. Uh, I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, We have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution. Uh, And I think it's very important that we make sure whomever we elect is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution. And Republicans like Dumpy Cheney, they're the ones that enabled the Marxist cheat frauds that we call Democrats. She was going to make sure he didn't win. See, she's telling you what she's going to do in the future. What she did in the past was make sure he couldn't win. Because there are numerous Republicans that knew what was going on. You can go back. I always say there's that documentary that was really done by the Democrats called Kill Chain. The reason that I love it, I love it. There's a part where they're testifying before Senate and Mitch McConnell had a chance to stop this kind of skullduggery. But he knew it was his ace in the hole because Mitch McConnell's the exact same thing as Liz Cheney, only half the man she is. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. Who do you think would win in an arm arm wrestling contest, Liz Cheney or Mitch McConnell? I, I got 100 on Liz. This is not about policy. This is not about partisanship. This is about our duty as Americans. Uh Remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. And you're right. She's right. And that's why we must identify her and the Republicans like her as the liars and the frauds who have amassed personal fortunes that you could never do in the private sector. You could not do what her father did in the private sector. The wars that we are still in today, he massively profited from and profits to this day, along with the wars prior to when that 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 moron that was apparently the president. Well, the real president was Dick Cheney. And the policies and the, and the foreign interventionism, that's Dick Cheney and the cooking of the books and the lying about weapons of mass destruction. That's Dick Cheney. In the same fashion, Nixon lied every time he opened his mouth about Vietnam. That's where they understood how to make your first real score. And they've been doing it ever since. So this is a great day, and you should be extremely happy, and you should celebrate it. Because you got to get rid of her and scum like her. Uh, Basically, it's time to move on from her. He said, uh, you know, we have to be unified and continue with this whole unity theme. And uh, look, I'm all for unity. Uh, I'm all for unity and truth. You know, Uh, truth cannot coexist with lies. Truth cannot. And that's a liar. And that's how you'll always know a liar. Uh, There's a little tell that I recognized as a kid growing up where I grew up with one of the most, I mean, truly some of the most proficient liars on the planet. And they always have a tell. And that tell is when someone talks and they say, I'll be honest with you. That's how you know the next thing coming out of their mouth is a filthy lie. I'll tell you the truth. Another filthy lie. And that's what these Republicans represent. Filthy liars. So this unity and this lesser of two evils, you want to fight back? Listen, it's better to lose with righteousness than win with scum like this. And chicanery and tricks and corruption. There's dignity in losing when you do it on the up and up. When you do it because you did the best you could and you wouldn't compromise against your principles. 
That's why I don't like drugs in sports. That's why I don't like scumbags in politics. That's why I don't like frauds in finance. So this can all be stopped. Do not waver and do not take advice from scum, scum, career liars and frauds and profiteers who have been Democrats their whole life and all of a sudden are real upset about Liz. I'm not in the habit of commenting on the House Republican minority, but today they have reached a new and very dangerous low point. Earlier this morning, the House GOP ousted Liz Cheney from the party's leadership. Her crime? Telling the truth. Telling the truth that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. He's illegitimate. He's illegitimate. And that's why they're fighting now to have more illegitimate politicians. And right now, as we speak, they are working tirelessly to weaken any sense of voter integrity. That is their biggest fear, is that there will be some sense of order to a vote that can be audited. You have to be able to audit the vote. This idea where we here we are, we're three months into this buffoon in diapers. Three months, everything is garbage, collapsing all the time, prices skyrocketing. Even CNN can't deny it anymore. CNN cannot deny the inflation. So if you've been to the supermarket recently, you know it's costing more to buy just the basic items to feed your family. Food prices are, are rising in a lot of parts of the country. A New York grocery chain reporting spikes in prices of meat and chicken and produce and seafood. And you can thank the Democrats and you can thank CNN and you can thank any butter-handed moron that voted for this 80-year-old dimwit in diapers. We're just getting started, honey. How do you like it now? 312. 312- 642-5600. I'll take your calls when we get back. Nice pull. Good. That was a good era. Good economy, too, when that song came out. Not so good right now. And it's going to get worse. But how do you keep politicians? Think about it from the standpoint of what a great life it must be to be an elected politician. You pretty much don't have to do anything other than kind of stay out of the news and pretend and look like you're working and raise money from constituents. And when the bills are passed, we've watched an uptick in the pages of bills. They're passing bills now that are thousands of pages long, ones that they clearly didn't read. None of of them have read them. In fact, we're to the point in our government where private entities and companies and lobbyists are influencing, if not writing, bills. In my opinion, I think they're writing them. That's why the politicians, all they really have to do is put on their little makeup, throw on a little lipstick, go out there and sell this BS. And when it fails, like it inevitably does, what's the recourse for a politician? We got to fix this. We got to fix it. And if you give me one more term, just one more term, I know what happened before. But now I know how to fix it. Now I know how to how to better represent you. And now I know how to bring home the bacon to you and your district. So you've got a system that is really built not upon integrity and efficiency and on achievement of what the people want. But it's built on how to calm the people. Will you get them to give up more of their freedoms, more of their rights, and most most of all, most of all, more of their money? And that's why we are in a predicament in a country that is at one time was the richest country on the planet and is in technical bankruptcy. And the only way you can stay afloat is through clicking in a magic mouse that just adds numbers. Ta-da! They don't even go through the effort of printing the money like they did when that taffy apple, Richard Nixon, was in charge. Back then they used to have to turn on the printer. Now they click buttons. And the people turn to them more answers. And here we are, like the tidy bowl man, without that real sharp outfit going down. So this was a message today, and this can send a signal that politicians that are this obvious of of just incompetence, corruption, but moreover, swear allegiance to the deep state and to the system of government that refuses to, to be challenged by anybody who would not come up in its ranks. That's why I'm very hesitant to say, oh, the next savior of the Republican Party will be somebody who's been a a politician. What we should be looking to do 
is throw out all of the Liz Cheney's. And I don't care if you think, oh, it's not going to be that many. You're wrong because there are honest libertarians. There are even people who are honest and still call themselves Democrat. They're just too stupid to know what it means. But there are people who do not want these politicians like this. There are people who are disgusted by these politicians like Chuck Schumer, like like Joe Biden, like Nancy Pelosi. So you're going to have to rebuild it, but you're not going to rebuild it with BS. You're not going to rebuild it with compromising principles. You can never compromise a principle. You can just admit that you're willing to be wrong for a tolerable level. So it's not time to do the kumbaya, everybody come on in, we'll increase the welfare. Because you know why I didn't start with the inflation? That was the easy way to start. 50% of the country could give a rip about inflation. They're buying their food on the government stamps. Inflation doesn't mean anything to them. Nothing. Because if there's inflation, what's the government going to do? They're going to just crank up the stamps. For those of us not on the dole, It's a lot more difficult. We feel the pain a lot more. This is a major problem. This is a major problem that people have been telling you you're crazy. And when you would point out the specifics, when you would point out the corn or the lumber or the copper, by the way, which is parabolic right now, they would make fun of you. Oh, come on. You don't even know what we've got. It's so good now. The economy's never been better. This is why I fought so vehemently hard against, against Trump shutting down the federal government. It was outrageous. If anybody could have held fast, it was him. So I've got all the questions here. By the way, I got two lines open, 312-642-5600. And everybody's asking me, okay, we know that. What are we going to do? Let's let's go through them one at a time. Let's go with Mike in Sherville because he was first. Mike, quick draw. How are you, Mike? Sean, love, love you, love your show. I, and that's the question I had. Uh, we cannot survive Trump, Schumer, Pelosi. Uh, and, and if they're trying to destroy Trump, we won't even live on Twitter, for God's sake. And trying to erase him from history, uh, we got to do something. we got to do something now. Mike, you know what the answer is? It's, it's always step one. This is like anything in life. If you want to figure out where it went wrong, you got to figure out step one, where it went wrong. Where did it go wrong? In this particular circumstance where we are hampered with this anchor of a human being, with this political whore, Joe Biden, whose really only job is selling BS and telling lies and somehow getting elected because he's the only choice. I mean, this guy, to hear him speak and to know about his past and to know about the the corruption, you can't fathom that anyone voted for him. But yet he managed to navigate through a political system where he was somehow the only other option. Right. So how do you do it? Voter integrity. It is step one. And that's why all of this Amen. nonsense, you know, when you're going to hear about how Republicans are going to come together and we're going to have these different movements, we're going to be populists, we're going to be nationalists, whatever they want to do it, however they want to blindfold you with the flag. If you do not, as a, as a citizen, cannot question the vote and I want it audited, I want to see who are the people, what are their names, and did they vote? And then we go ask. Mrs. Uh, 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 Crimshaw, did you vote, in fact, for, for Joe Biden? Well, it's hard because Mrs. Crimshaw died three years ago. Well, then that's a problem. That's a problem. So, Mike, that's the main thing. The idea that we have to trust the, mo- the most proficient liars on the, in the country to just say, go ahead, Amen. is why you have this argument. This should not be an argument. I want to audit the damn vote. Thank you, Mike. I love the call. Thank you very much. All right, we got Jack in Whiting, Indiana. Hi, Jack. Sean, thanks for taking my call. I remember when I was in school years back, for me to write a 10-page term paper took me all semester. I want to know who these scholars are that come up with a 1,000-page bill with all this stuff that they put in there. Do you remember? And then they vote on it, and nobody reads the damn thing. Do you remember after the collapse? uh, The collapse that was created by politicians, by the way, Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden, the the, in 2008, the uh, housing collapse. Do you know who wrote those bills? Yeah. Bank of America, Citibank and the the very scoundrels like in Goldman Sachs. That's who wrote them. So you're exactly right. Barney Franks, too. Barney Frank, he was selling that BS right up until the collapse. He's the main culprit. Him and Chris Dodd. By the way, both very tight with Joe Biden. Yet how many Democrats even put that together anymore? 
How many even care? So this is what we got to do. Send the message. This was a big deal throwing Cheney out. Now she's going to lose her election in shame. And this is what should happen. Take it on the chin. I don't care who's running against Adam Kinzinger. Don't vote for Adam Kinzinger. Thanks for the call, Jack. I appreciate it. I'm going to take the rest of your calls. We got a, uh, I got one line open. 312-642-5600 after the commercials. Animals strike curious poses. They feel the heat. The heat between I'm not afraid to admit. I love that guy. Loved him. Big fan. If you're on the line, stay there. Um, it, it feels worse in Illinois because it's truly absolutely over with. It's a shame. But uh, the Republican Party is completely sold out. They are insignificant, or even worse, they're in on the scam. So it's terrible living there and feeling that way and, and realizing the, how, how futile your principles and your fundamentals are. But it's not like that around this country. It's really not. There are 20 governors suing Biden for the border right now. There are numerous states that uh, honored the liberty and the freedom of their citizens. There are states right now that are trying to shore up exactly the problem, voter integrity. Now, granted, they're being assaulted from Washington, D.C. and the Marxist mafia that really benefit from the fraud. So they're, they're fighting to make it easier to fraud the vote. But don't let this fool you. There are states out there. This is the beginning. There are people out there that will not bend. Not everybody's an Illinois Republican. Mr. President, it wasn't enough for Democrats like Stacey Abrams and President Biden to lie about the new Georgia voting law. Now today, Chuck Schumer is sending his lawyers to swarm Montana courtrooms, and he has taken... Now, just think, this is a Montana senator. Now, just think about this for a minute. Chuck Schumer, a New York rat, is sending lawyers to Montana because they, they are honoring what their people want, which is to have a secure voting system that cannot be frauded and cheated like New York, like Illinois, like California, and like the Democrat counties in Wisconsin, in Georgia, in Pennsylvania into the Senate floor with more distortion this time it's about Montana's new voting laws I have a message for leader Schumer and the Democrats who are trying to distort the facts and the will of Montana voters please get your facts straight in Montana we're putting in place some common-sense reforms that enjoy the strong support of Montanans Why is the leader so determined to strike down common sense efforts to provide integrity and transparency to our elections? Let's talk about because integrity and transparency is the enemy of the cheat, of the liar, of the con man. Those are the enemies of the deceivers. So that's why. Voter ID. A majority of Americans support needing a photo ID to cast a ballot. According to the Honest Elections Project, 77% of Americans support needing a photo ID to vote. 77%. Why? Because it's common sense. And because you need a photo ID to do many tasks, some quite mundane. You need a photo ID to get a hunting or fishing license. You need a photo ID to rent a hotel room, to, re- to drive a car, to rent a car, to get on an airplane, to pick up tickets at will call. If these simple tasks require a valid ID, shouldn't protecting the integrity of America's election process require at least the same? And the reason they don't want it is because they want people who should not be able to vote because they are illegal aliens to vote. They want people to vote in place of dead people who have not been taken off the voter rolls. They want same-day registration, which means there is no way to validate that that person is who they say they are, lives where they say they live, aside from some fraudulent piece of documentation, like the vaccines. That a lot of people have and never were vaccinated. Kyle in Woodridge. Uh, spot on with that last segment. Real quick, I just want to throw something out there. 
uh, and preface it with, I hate the tribalism, Democrat versus Republican. I feel like it just makes people lazy and say, hey, we're not that guy. But just throwing that out there being, I, I wish I could ban parties. Other than that, why not support a libertarian route opposed to where a farmer has a controlled uh, burn or picking out insects versus burning it down and starting I can over. only I tell you. Extreme, I can, but just throwing that out there. Kyle, no, I appreciate it. And it's something that everybody thinks. In fact, I felt the same way. And thank you for the call. I can only tell you my conclusion. I uh, toyed with the idea of being involved with the libertarians. I have since identify them for what they are. They are the keystone libertarians. They are buffoons all running around pretending to achieve something when the reality is they don't know. They're like they're like talking to Biden. They don't know if it's Tuesday or July. And when you look at the candidates they have, and this last candidate, the presidential candidate, I forgot her name because I remember the name of the reason I would never vote for her or her party, and it was Spike Cohen, the vice president candidate. He was a absolute and total Soviet sympathizing fraud, fraud, who embraced the idea of everything from from uh, special compensation to different races to special uh, benefits to various sectors in the economy. He sounded more like Kamala Harris than Joe Biden did. So the reason you don't run to the libertarians is because anybody who would let that McAfee scumbag clearly, in my opinion, in on the murder of his neighbor and an all around crack pot get that high in a party or it, 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 sorry, not going to happen. And I don't I, I you know, their whole platform is around the idea that drugs should, are the most important issue of the day when they are an important issue. And although I agree with some of the conclusions, I think they're very, very narrow-sighted, and I think they're, they're, I think they're buffoons. That's just me. I know I probably irritated a lot of people, but sorry, that's what I do. All right, let's go to Kevin on the north side. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Good, how are you? I'm enjoying a nice cigar here at uh, the park, and then I got a message from a buddy of mine. Over at Harlem and Higgins, they had... Uh, Hamas green flag flying out, and they're right now as we speak protesting downtown. As Israel, what are they protesting? Speak, what are they protesting? They're protesting uh, a free, uh, free Palestine. Oh you know, yeah, killings. Yeah, you know the, three three Israelis died, mm-hmm. and they received mortars, rocket fire all night the last three nights. And they have a right to defend themselves. Do you know what they the conflict's about? Strike. Do you know how many of those kids that are protesting know what the what the conflict's about? There was an agreement in place. They were tenants. They were renters. They haven't paid their rent in a decade. Exactly. They hadn't paid their rent in a decade. So, they, you know, listen, at a certain point, they were able to, to convince people who were paying the rent not to pay the rent. And that's how it started. And, you know, it's misinformation. They're, they're all part of the group. It's all misinformation and it's all distorted. But yeah. yet the, the, the Cheney wing of the Republicans are looking forward to this because this is another excuse for another conflict where they can sign trillion dollar contracts with people that used to be very high up in their own family parties. So it's all great. And uh, Betsy DeVos's brother is the uh, leader of Blackwater. First trillion dollar contract with the American government. You got to love it. You got to love it. So maybe we should get rid of those Republicans. I think that would be good. All right, I'm going to take the rest of your calls. 312-642-5600. The way it works is when I take a call, a line opens up, and uh, it's just me and you today. So I'll take the calls after these messages. I think I remember the date I was on when I heard that song first. I used to borrow my mother's 77 Chrysler Cordoba with the cranks on it. Loved it. Better time, huh? Uh, that was the midst of the Reagan, uh, the yuppies, his policies were kicking in from when he was first elected, and that was the economic boom we rode right up until George Bush, moron that he was, allowed the Democrats to implode the housing market. Greg LaGrange. Hey, how are you today, Sean? Good. How are you, buddy? Uh, two questions for you. I don't get I don't get this outrage about Liz Cheney and, and her whole idea about defending the Constitution. She voted for both those articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. And one of those was basically turn your stuff over. We're that we're the Cong- we're Congress, we're the House, we want your stuff, and we don't want you to go through a subpoena process and go through the courts to turn it over. 
They don't care about the Constitution. Yeah. It's just something they lean on when they feel convenient that they take, have to get. I, I mean, you could. But here's the other thing, Greg. You could take Trump out of the equation. Look what Cheney really represents, what she votes for. Look at her voting past. Look at how she voted in the in the in the conflicts that cost trillions and, and thousands of lives. Look at what this idiot oh, has voted for. And then what's really interesting is look at who's running to her defense. That's how you tell exactly. who the scumbags are. You know, the other thing that's interesting is is I don't know how how Senator Schumer can run some lawyers up to Montana. Because he's the head um, of the Senate. You can tell. Here's what you can tell. You can tell that you're hitting home with a subject when they start going after it, when oh, they yeah. start taking action, because they know they know that their whole pillar of success is built on one thing, fraud. That's exactly fraud right, Greg. That's why, they fight, that's why they fight to make exactly. it easier to fraud. They should make it this easy to, get, to say you got vaccinated. That they should make getting vaccinated. You know what? When it comes to passports, say, no, I'll show you, you the vaccination passport when you show me your voter ID card. Let's do that. There you go. You can't. There's no way that you can advance as a country and get out of this hole that we're in as deep as it is. No, unless there's some integrity brought back to the election. No, and that's why the plan is to implode the currency and come out with a worldwide currency and get rid of these countries that have individual currencies and the audacity to think that they are sovereign nations. That's where the mega macro plan is. And they are on their way and they are in the fast lane. We just got to stop him before it turns into the autobahn, which it, we may be too late now. But to to uh, blame Schumer for sending lawyers, that's exactly what the scoundrel should do. I mean, after all, his his object, what he's trying to do is prevent voter integrity. He sh- he's sending lawyers early. And this is what old lady face Mitch McConnell should have done prior to the 2020 election. He should have sent lawyers early to make sure that Democrat judges did an un illegally in my opinion and it's really it's illegally by the constitution and and circumvent state legislatures around the country to change the voting rules that's what mitch mcconnell would have done but mitch mcconnell wanted trump to lose as bad as cheney as bad as little adam kinzinger in his jumpsuit and i'll tell you to a certain extent i'm not a big uh mccarthy fan i'm not i think he's a moron and what are you doing that whole thing with renting uh, a room from Frank Lutz in his 7,000-square-foot penthouse? That seems a little c- crazy to me. Maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's some side saddle going on. I don't know. Teresa on the north side. Hey, Sean. Uh, you uh, know, the Republicans said that it, Teresa, uh, got rid of... Teresa, uh, either you were abducted yeah. by aliens or we got a bad call. You sounded like the creature from the Black Laguna. You sounded a little bit like Liz Cheney. But that's all right. We got Kevin McCarthy to bail you Well... First of all, the conference will decide, but I don't think anybody is questioning the legitimacy of the presidential election. I think that is all over with. We're sitting here with the president today. Um, So from that point of view, I don't think that's a problem. And that's why you don't warm up to him. And that's why you keep your eye on him. Why else would they work to really disenfranchise 77% of Americans? This is is truly uh, across party lines. 77% of Americans, that's a majority for you CPS students, 77% of Americans want voter integrity. They want proof of who you are when you cast your vote. They want legitimacy because that's the point of a republic. But there's a reason that these neo-Marxist scum keep calling it a democracy because what they really understand is mob rule. Right. They want the 51 to vote away the rights of the 49. That's how it lives in the states they rule over now. Look at Illinois. You don't matter. You're the minority. Minority isn't a race. It's an individual. And it's people who who are specifically calling for legitimacy and honesty in a very corrupt system. Fastest show. Fastest show on radio. I'll be back after this. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know, I really do. Um, I, I love I love listening to the news in between the segments. I, I, I just I'm addicted to it. I think I'm going to take my headphones on. I'm not. I'm going to listen to it. And uh, I was laughing hysterically at both the news stories. So Joe Biden wants to put more money in education so that we can have defense against hackers. Hey, dummy, hackers are 14 years old. They learn themselves. You think they learn this from your union teachers? They don't learn anything except how to stop counting calories. That's what they learn from the union cheat teachers, for God's sakes. All right, I'm going to break a rule. I'm going to take Drago because I love him. Drago, how are you? Pretty good, Sean. Very good. Buddy. Listen, I feel real good today. All right. I'm glad that this scumbag is not no longer at the helm of the Republican Party. Oh, I expect, accept the fact that there are stupid people and they make a majority in some districts, and they do elect yeah. a stupid representative. Case in point, the district I live with, the Jan Tchaikovsky. But I could not accept the fact that Republicans a few months ago kept this scumbag at the helm of the party. <laughs> Today I feel good, Sorry. and I'm glad she's, she's gone. I am too, brother, but let's, me and you, we're going we're gonna to make a pact. We're going to keep an eye on who they pick to replace her, and we're going to dissect their voting record. If you have, a, if you have a minute, I want to tell you something. Oh, I'm in construction uh-huh. to be a, a more instructional steel. Mm-hmm. Would you believe the prices have gone up to the, to the roof? The beams went up 69% since November. Mm-hmm. The tubing and pipe has gone up over 200%. How about the but, copper? Well, I don't deal with the copper. I'm just telling you for something. It's 300%. It's insane. Drago, you hear me so, talk about it. It's insane. But here's the worst part, okay? Mm-hmm. In the past, they had the shortages, and if something costs 50 bucks, you're going to give them 100 bucks, and you can get the material or whatever you need it. Today, if I place an order for the bar joist and metal deck, no matter how much I pay, I'm not going to be able to get it until sometime in January or February or next year. Yeah. We're talking eight months from today. Mm-hmm. This is insane. We are in the United States and America, and that we cannot produce bar joists and metal deck. What the heck is going on? And there are going to be a lot of fabricators going out of the business because all the work that we have right now is going to be finished by maybe August or September, and we are going to be dead. From Drago, you remind, you remind all your clients and all of the guys that work for you and all of the people you interact, you remind them this is the consequence, the ramification of voting for a Soviet calling himself a Democrat. You know I love you. i gotta, I got to jump up. Thank you very much, Drago. I appreciate it. And uh, Drago just picked my next segment. I was on the fence about which way we were going to go. And we're going to go with what really happens and the ramifications of electing frauds and Marxists calling themselves Democrats. And watching as this is happening, how they are going to now position themselves to be victims of circumstance. See, they're in it with us too, right? After all, this is going to affect everybody. Inflation affects everybody. Or does it? Does it affect the food stamp recipient? I, that's hard to, to really fathom because, after all, politicians are carving out special exemptions for all kinds of people on welfare. So if you've been to the supermarket recently, you know it's costing more to buy just the basic items to feed your family. Food prices are, are rising in a lot of parts of the country. A New York grocery chain reporting spikes in prices of meat and chicken and produce and seafood. In April, consumer prices rose at a rate not seen since 2008. That's according to the Consumer Price Index report released today. Let's bring in now CNN's Vanessa Yurkiewicz. Vanessa, so explain to, to everyone what's causing causing this price increase and what is seeing the biggest jumps. Joe Biden. 
Yeah, and as you mentioned, just about every American consumer product is up right now in price, including food, specifically produce. Here at Morton Williams in New York City, they're seeing a lot of price increases, including lettuce, boxes of lettuce they used to buy for about $20 a box. Now they're buying for about $30 a box. Also, filet mignon, they were buying for $11 a pound. Now they're buying for $17 a pound. Also, strawberries, they're buying for 5 to $6 a, a basket right here. Uh, and this is about double what it was last year. And each of these prices are getting passed down to the consumer. You ask. The good news is you could still buy food stamps for 50 cents on the dollar throughout various neighborhoods in the city of Chicago and other Democrat utopias we call ghettos. So when inflation hits people, granted, there aren't many um, um, grocery stores that uh, those areas can go to because of the crime and the circumstances. However, those food stamps have now just not exclusively been in ghettos. They're everywhere. They're in good neighborhoods. They're in bad neighborhoods. They're all around because that's how we have turned our economy. Hi, Dom. The Treasury Department is announcing that $350 billion in aid to state and local governments will start going out in a matter of days. Now, that was part of the COVID relief package that passed back in March, and it's generated some controversy since then because states cannot use the money to directly or indirectly finance tax cuts. Now, several Republican states have sued over this provision. Today, Treasury officials said these types of rules are not new, and they're intended to ensure that states use the money the way Congress intended, like for COVID-related costs, to replace lost revenue or for premium pay for essential workers. There you go. So the, the citizens that the government picks can get the money and they can hide these costs, this inflation, under various circumstances, including COVID. So the people that are on unemployment that you thought you were going to get off in certain states that took a hard stance against this ridiculous system we have now fall under this new parameter. Costs are going up. I can't get a job. What's going to happen? Do you think this government is going to say, too bad? No, they're going to increase the food stamps. They're going to increase the welfare. So this only affects the other party, the other side, because that's their base. That's their party base. So once again, they subsidize their own failure. And at a certain point in time, we're going to have to understand that this is all connected. The economy is all connected. They're circumventing different aspects of fundamental principles to buy grace among people to, so that they can stay in, par, in, in power. At the same time, they're weak, weakening voter regulations and rules so that anybody can vote. And what do I mean by anybody? I mean right now we have hundreds of thousands of people storming the border. Secretary Mayorkas will be in front of us tomorrow. Finally, we've been asking for this for weeks and weeks for him to be able to come and to appear before our committee. We've also been asking for information from DOJ and from Homeland Security that we've written multiple letters, done multiple contacts, reached out to their staff, asked over and over again for just basic information that would tell us what's going on at the border. They have done to us what they've done to the media, blocked us out. Most of you in the media are not invited to be able to come to the border. You're not included in that. That's why many of us had to go to the border for ourselves to actually shoot video, to take pictures, and to be able to show what's happening there. Because the important thing that we know is we can pass law, we can do oversight, but if the executive branch doesn't carry out the law, then none of this works. Day one of the Biden administration, they announced they were going to do a 100-day moratorium. That's why the state of Texas jumped in and challenged that, and federal courts said you can't just ignore a court order. Unfortunately, what we're already seeing through many of the numbers are they are actually ignoring the court order. They're really not deporting criminal aliens here in the country. They're really not deporting people that a federal court has told them that they have a notice to be able to leave the country. Now, is that a conspiracy? Is it a, am I a conspiracy theorist? Am I a nut? Or is this a wonderful working plan by a government that has identified the problem and it's free men? It's free thinking. It's people that don't want to turn to the government for sustenance. Because when all this goes the way it's going, which is the imploding of our dollar, which is massive cost, more of us will turn to the government for help. They will then have captured you. 
because there's a reason that I get calls from the south side of Chicago and they say, what's wrong with you? Are you a Republican? And they cannot look at their own circumstance that they are living in the ghetto the Democrat Party built, the Democrat Party orchestrated, and the Democrat Party profits from. They are profiting from all of this calamity. To you and me, it's calamity. To them, their plan is working perfectly. They are the Fourth Reich. Their strength is insatiable. The the quest for their power is insatiable. They can't get enough of it. They love this. Why else would they work against our own system, our own laws? They're ignoring court orders. How can they get away with it? And the reality is because people are in their own, they're distracted by right now there's a protest in Chicago. A bunch of morons without jobs are walking around and they don't even know what the hell they're walking around for. And in the meantime, what's going on in our own country is chaos. They're not following through on that final order of removal. So we need to ask Secretary Mayorkas about that. We need to ask Secretary Mayorkas what he's doing with the $1.4 billion that have been allocated to be able to finish out the wall system. He's in Vegas with a couple of lap dances. What the hell are they doing is right. This is their plan. Their plan is what you see, what we call failure. They're going to continue to leave gaps in it. They continue to not install the technology. They continue to leave Texas exposed by not finishing the levees in that area because the levees are also attached to the fencing. We need to make that very clear that we believe that Congress made that very clear in a bipartisan vote previously to allocate those funds. That needs to be complete. We need to ask Secretary Mayorkas and other leaders why they're calling on individuals from all over the federal government from multiple agencies not just fema multiple other agencies to volunteer their time to be able to come down and to be able to help at the border we need to know how many different agencies and how many different individuals that they're bringing down to be able to help sustain all this there are key questions and issues that do go right into our homeland security that we expect the secretary of homeland security to be able to think first about what's happening in america and our security But from the best that we can tell, many of the people that are coming across the border are not being fingerprinted. They're not being evaluated for criminal records from their home countries, and they're being released into ours. And criminal aliens are not being deported. That's a problem that we should all see and we should all be able to agree on. And those people will be able to same day register and vote. And what party do you think they're going to vote for? And what system of, of American prosperity do you think that the, the vast majority, the vast majority, not all, but the vast majority are interested in? Free health care, free school, free housing, free food. Gives you one party. So here's my question. Am I crazy? Is this, am I a conspiracy nut? Or have I identified a macro plan to overthrow American capitalism, American individual civil liberties, an American rule of law when the government can pick and choose what laws it wants to abide by and which ones it wants to use against you. Because you know what Homeland Security is going to be used for in the very near future? Making sure that you and your kid have your vaccination passport. That's the future. As anybody who wants to can vote for them. The, the neo-Marxist mafia we call Democrats. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. Public School Teachers Union theme song. I love it. We're losing to these son of a guns, but not everywhere is. Not everywhere is. In fact, uh, there are people that are starting to identify the absolute and unequivocal shame of what is happening. As you know, I don't watch a lot of stuff, a lot of news on Fox. I don't watch. Uh, I think the vast majority of them are controlled by Paul Ryan and the neocons. Um, but I do like Kennedy. I, in fact, I love her. I, I, I am having an intellectual affair with Kennedy. My wife's well aware of it. A Texas farmer made a shocking discovery along the Rio Grande. Five girls, all under age seven, one of them a naked 11 month old baby. They were all crying and clutching each other for dear life. The vice president, who is supposedly the nation's immigration czarina, has yet to visit the southern border or hold a press conference about the disturbing particulars 48 days into her post. She has failed these children. She has failed all of the children. 
Kids like this are being exploited and dangerously shifted like flesh pawns into the U.S., and their parents are paying dearly to the only group of people benefiting from the border crisis, the coyotes. What a great time to be in a cartel. The flow of drugs and chaos and your side hustle of uh, pretending, you know, that you're helping people by smuggling them over. And then what you do is you send the kids back so you get another group to come over with the same kids. You don't give a rip about the kids. That's why they're going to be perfect Democrats. They could give a rip about the kids, too, although the whole time they're going to pretend we're really helping you. This is what help looks like in uh, a Democrat-run society. Tom in Cherville. Yeah, Sean, it sounds like an organized invasion. Well, it doesn't. I don't know if I would call it an, an organized or what I would call it is a lured. You have lured people from other countries here. You know, it was Barack Obama that actually had a spending budget of basically advertising all of the free things American citizens got. And primarily this was done in South American countries. Because he understood you, you benefit, you benefit from this kind of chaos. The Democrat Party is going to benefit immensely from this. And, um, well, you know, anytime there is a situation of emergency, they benefit. In particular, when it, it, it veils itself as humanitarian. I mean, that's where every aspect of the angle of how other Americans, Republicans, disarm themselves. Of course you want to help kids. That's why they show with the, kid, the kids all the time. Who doesn't want to help kids? I mean, yeah, but you got to you got to you got to think with your brain, not with your heart. Tom, how many? I mean, you're you're living in the real world, kid. How many uh, Americans do you think are doing that? Uh, I mean, not as many as they should. Yeah, the 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 twenty percent that are paying taxes. That's all. Twenty percent are actually paying taxes. The rest are looking for different angles in welfare, and they're calling it uh, you know tax uh, credits for kids and whatnot. So the problem that we really have, in my opinion, is that you've lured people into accepting government sustenance and 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 you've taken away that that kind of caution we used to look at things with right i mean i my favorite thing is to talk to a rich man who is talking about benefiting from social security ignorant to the fact that it's a scam ignorant to the fact that he's paid massive massive taxes for the majority of his life because he still thinks he's getting something so that's my fear don't forget, you know, in, in, in certain communities, they benefit immensely from having illegal aliens living in their, in their community. They benefit immensely. They benefit on, on, on a couple, a multitude of fronts. Because even the people that aren't being registered, they're benefiting from having them do work to a certain extent. So, you know, there's all kinds of ways to look at it. But there's one way you, you absolutely can't deny is the inhumanity of it, the insanity of of it, an 11-month-old naked. How on earth you send an 11-month-old baby on a journey like that and hope for the best is so far beyond me. Some will say conditions in Guatemala and Honduras are so bad these people have no choice. But that baby easily could have died. All those little girls could have been murdered or succumbed to the elements. And God only knows how many tiny bodies there are in the desert. So there's no excuse for sending kids alone on this trip. Are the parents being incentivized by the chaos here, hoping if they catapult their precious kids over the border, everyone will get to stay? Well, it's no better here. In fact, it's so bad with COVID, lice, and overcrowding, even the vice president can't stomach the trip. She's too busy lazily pondering the root causes when she should be drenched in the net effects. Take a page from Princess Diana. Love these kids. Hug them. Take the cameras to Texas and make it seem like you give a damn. Don't Zoom a random leader once a week and call it good. She says she wants to talk with AMLO and the corrupt Northern Triangle leaders to internationalize our approach. Well, that approach is inhumane garbage. Kids are suffering and more will be injured, abused, or killed because of this immoral inaction. 17,650... During the entire election year, what did you hear from our everyday media, from your local news all the way to the national propagandists for the Marxist Party? Trump and the cages. Even though those cages were really constructed under the Obama administration. Why is it that we're hearing this on Kennedy, on obscure places? This should be the lead story, the lead story on CNN, the lead story on MSNBC, on all of it. In fact, it's not. This is not by accident. This is not happenstance. This is not unintentional. This is intentional calamity because 
the corrupted Marxist Party benefits immensely from it. They're getting stronger from this. That's why there is no pushback. And that's why the propagandists we call media are avoiding it, talking about it in a, in a, in a very, very sideline way. And ultimately, if they do have to lay blame, is there any question who's going to get the blame? <laughs> I don't think there's any question. At a certain point, what they're doing is going to be so obvious, everyone is going to be able to point to it. I just hope there's enough of us to overturn an illegal vote. 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle Johnny Rocket is on fire today with the music. Yes, Love it. I'm stuck That's in a classic kid. Am I the only one that uh, was fascinated in how men and, and, and women um, work their way from poverty through a capitalist system, not a corrupt corporatist system, and we'll get to Elon Musk later, work their way up through um, poverty to really become not just wealthy themselves, but to better society in general. To me, there's nobody that represents that more than Rockefeller. And he was vicious at times, there's no question about it, but he's also a victim of many rumors that are bald-faced lies. But the way that Rockefeller knew, he didn't have to subjugate himself to corrupt railroad owners, where at the time, uh, in order to be a railroad mogul, you were interwoven with very corrupt politicians who used eminent domain and various other laws to um, secure your routes. And through an argument with not just Vanderbilt, but the alternative to Vanderbilt, um, Rockefeller had decided, you know what, I'm going to do a pipeline. And he was the first to do it. And it's what took Standard Oil and just exploded it to, at the time, if you compare his riches to Bezos, it's, it's not even close. He was probably as rich as Putin. And Putin owns a whole damn country. Um, that's what he did, and he did it through capitalism, and he did it through ingenuity. And moreover, what he did with the pipeline was safety and everybody knows it everybody knows it even john Kerry. isn't it true that pipelines are more carbon delivery efficient than trains or trucks or other forms of delivery if you could answer just that limited yeah, that question. is true I, I think that is true but it doesn't mean you necessarily want to be adding another line when there are other alternatives but is it better than train and better than that yes it is thank you my judge that's john Kerry. Now, the reason he doesn't want to see it happen is because he can't get his grubby little hands and the rest of his political whores called politicians into corrupting a system where the most efficient and the best way for society is uh, is avoided. He, he, he can't do it where it's where it works, where we take that route, where we implement the pipeline system. He needs the other system because there's a tremendous amount of money the government makes from truckers, the government makes from rails. And there's also the, the corrupt way they do it with Warren Buffet and his uh, his money laundering scheme that he has to benefit his rail operation. So even but he knows the right way. John Kerry knows the right way. That's why when the XL pipeline was closed, I kept screaming. Does anybody not remember all of the articles, how it was going to benefit Louisiana? It was called the savior to Louisiana, which is a Democrat hellhole, poverty stricken hellhole. In particular, various neighborhoods in Louisiana, New Orleans being the, the main one. Um, but, but it's not about what's best for us. Or what's best for even their own scam in their eco-Nazism, their green energy. It's not even, you hear him admit, of course it's better for the CO2 than trucks and trains, but we still don't want it. So you cancel the pipeline. I guess we're to believe Russians hacked it versus Democrats. All right. Russians hacked it. But to hear Pete Buttigieg, a child, a do-nothing Never, ever had a job. It's it's starts out nauseating. Then it's just funny. Is the fact that this one ransomware attack could take down roughly 45 percent of the East Coast's uh, fuel supply mean that we should be building additional pipelines going forward? Well, uh, in this case, this was a, an issue about how a cyber attack impacted a pipeline that's there. Uh, I'm not sure it really speaks to the number or quantity of, of pipelines or their throughput. Now, the XL pipeline is 95% done. 
Done. So there, it's not like you got to start from scratch, Pete, child. I do think it reminds us that we need to make sure that we have the most resilient and flexible infrastructure for the future, especially when it comes to something like energy. Uh Bingo. It just plays right into their hands. Now you have to pass the next $2 trillion infrastructure bill, and you have to turn the bill over that thousands and thousands of pages that is going to strictly benefit the Marxist mafia. We've now had, uh, uh, you could argue, two major wake-up call experiences, uh, one in Texas uh, and now one here, uh, each with a different cause, but both reminding us uh, about the work that we have to do as a country. Texas was because it was the most green it relied on the most green energy of any state. Ironically, the Houston Oilers must be turning over in their graves. I don't even think they use the name anymore, but I don't watch sports. The reality is this plays right into their hands to pad the infrastructure bill. Believe me when I tell you, they're not interested in what's making it better for the teachers on the East Coast that rely on the gas. Even they're going to suffer, let alone the poor Democrats that now cannot get gas, let alone afford it, as it jumps up a 100% increase from a year ago. Um, we're talking about potentially a weekend restoration, but things are getting really crazy out there. Uh, the Consumer Product Safety Commission is warning people not to fill up plastic bags with gasoline. One in 10 gas stations in D.C. is out of gas, and the figures are far higher in the South. Can, we, can somebody do me? I, I, if you ever see a guy filling up a plastic bag with gasoline, can you just ask him what political party he affiliates himself with? I, I, I'd be curious with that. In fact, I'd be curious with that with many things. I think we should have um, criminals uh, after they commit a crime. We should ask them, uh, what political party do you support? I'd be really interested in that. 312-642-5600. I'll take your calls when I get back. Before we knew he was a pedophile, everybody danced the microphone. Um, I think Elon Musk listens to my show. I absolutely do. I know he self-described himself with Asperger's, which is my favorite name of any disease, although my favorite disease is Tourette's by far. By far my favorite. Um, but Elon Musk announced today he's ending purchases with Bitcoin, which is one of the main ways he makes money, along with carbon credit trading. It's one of the main ways he makes money. But the reason he really makes money is that he was smart enough to figure out how to have a virtue shield as a company that loses money, that needs public subsidies and grants and political corporatism and favoritism to even exist, have a stock worth, what is it? I think it's like $2,400. I may even be low on that. But Elon Musk, every once in a while, I know he says something brilliant, which means he listens to the Sean Thompson show. I'm totally convinced of it. And after you hear Elon Musk's dissertation on education, I think you'll come to the same conclusion, especially when you hear the dimwit in diapers, the 80-year-old buffoon we have as, as, I guess, a president, say that the problem with the hacking incident for the pipeline is that we're not putting enough money in education and we need to teach kids how to how to hack and prevent hacking as opposed to the 14 year olds that are skipping school but people are not objects on an assembly line that's a ridiculous notion elon musk on education what would you do if you had a free reign over education Generally, you want education to be like as close to a video game as possible, like a good video game. Like, you do not need to tell your kid to play video games. They will play video games on autopilot all day. <laughs> so if you can make it interactive and engaging, uh, then, then you can make education uh, far more compelling and, and far easier to do. So you really want to um, disconnect the whole grade level th thing from the, the subjects. Allow people to progress at the fastest pace that they can. Allow people to progress at the fastest pace that they can. The real problem in society is that we've mixed morons. We eliminated special ed. We've mixed morons with regular kids. And we told the other kids who would achieve at a, at a level um, that would be impressive and better for society, we've told them to wait just hang on. All you got to do is get an A in this stuff you find easy. Imagine what would happen if we admitted when it comes to education, we are all wrong. And we've been doing it 
absolutely wrong. And the system we have is not only destroying and stifling intelligence, it's destroying our nation and the world in general. We're interested in, in each subject. Um, it seems like a really obvious thing. Um, I mean, I think like most teaching today is, is a lot like vaudeville, where, um, and, and, it's, and, and as a result, it's just not, not that compelling. It's like somebody's standing up there and, and lecturing to you, and they've done the same lecture several years in a row. They're not necessarily all that engaged or, or in, in doing it. Do you agree? Now, what that means is Elon Musk is admitting that the teachers could give a rip. Now what he's going to do is show you, especially when it comes to higher education, when most of the professors don't even have the decency to show up for the class. They've got a TA there. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a great time with a TA once, but that's not the purpose. With Peter Thiel about uh, the unnecessariness of um, university, higher education. A university education is often unnecessary. Um, th that's not to say it's unnecessary for, for all people, but um, I, I think you probably learn about as much, or, or the vast majority of what you're going to learn there in the first two years, and most of it is from your classmates. Now, this guy is influential with the people who have been lying to themselves and calling themselves liberals and Democrats while supporting Marxists. This is a big deal because what he's saying is he's going to make the entire Democrat Party under the age of, say, 50 rethink what if we are doing it all wrong. And I'm going to tell you what, I completely and totally agree with him. Now, now for a lot of companies, they, 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 they do want to see the completion of the degree because they're looking for um, someone who's going to persevere and see it through my favorite the end. part. And, and that's actually what, what, what's important to them. So it really depends on, on what somebody's goal is. If the goal is to start a company, I would say no point in finishing uh, college. Um, you mean like everybody that owns massive massive billion dollar companies from apple to microsoft and everything in between when it comes to the real future so i think that's how it should be and it shouldn't be that you've got like these grades where people move in lockstep um and so everyone goes through you know goes like normally you know we'll go through english math uh science and so forth from like fifth grade to sixth grade to seventh grade like it's an assembly line uh, but but people are not objects on an assembly line at a certain point the failure is so obvious that even democrats will recognize it this is a bright spot this is an answer this is the idea of a solution fastest two hours of the day i'll be back tomorrow five to seven